0: This is tragic, but it was magic. Mm. Mm. Is it safer to stay away from you? Our love is like a. Fool's we are recording. <laughs> oh, it so <laughs>
1: okay. um Hello and welcome to the very first episode of. Christina already messed up. She's not supposed to everything. tell them. <laughs> no, um. Welcome to the first episode of The Pursuit. Um, That title might change. I don't know. Who knows? If you guys like the title, then let me know. Um, If you hate it, let me know, and then I'll change it. (laughs) Um, So The Pursuit is a podcast where I basically I'm going to be highlighting um, the pursuit of passion, something that you care about, something that you love to do. Um, And I will always have a co-host, and today I have... Who are you?
2: Hi, I'm Christina.
1: <laughs> Christina. And Christina, what did you do? What is your passion?
2: I'm a photographer. My Instagram's Christina's Captures. I literally She's already plugging. Stop. I literally the reason why is because I almost said I'm Christina's Captures. I'm like Christina. that's how deep it's gone, dude.
1: Perfect. I was worried you wouldn't say that, so I'm glad that you already like got out of the way. You're like okay, cool. follow me on Instagram. At- <laughs> Um, So Christina is going to be joining me for this one. It's a little bit... It's going to be a little bit different than um, future episodes because this is kind of an introductory episode. But um, after we get through all the, like, nonsense of, like, this is what you guys are going to be expecting um, and this is kind of how things are going to go from here on out, then we'll actually be able to hear more from Christina and uh, talk about her and her photography. So... um, like I said, the podcast is about pursuing what you care about. Um, I'm mostly going to be focusing on creative people, um, artists and things like that, but that does not necessarily exclude everyone that doesn't create what you typically would think of as art. Um, so like, I'll I have a couple of people in mind that like one of them is an avid hiker who like finds peace in hiking, things like that. Um, Uh, So anything that is like a pursuit of passion, a pursuit of something that you uh, really care about, something that makes you happy, then that's kind of the highlight of the podcast. Um, Every episode, there will be a specific topic that kind of matches the guest a little bit. And hopefully that topic is going to inspire you or um, be helpful in some way to you. Um, And sometimes we might do something kind of fun. So who knows? It depends on who it is. Uh, How are you feeling so far? You feeling good listening to me? (laughs)
2: Excited. You have such a good podcast voice. That's good.
1: (laughs) Um, One thing that I think is really exciting about this is that I really want to um, feature a musical artist every single uh, episode. So every episode you will hear at the beginning, at the end, at the end, a little jingle from the featured artist um, that I'm going to be having on the podcast. Not necessarily, they would be co-hosting it but in the middle we have a little break like an intermission and that intermission is going to be the full song that you hear at the beginning and the end so that you can hear a song from that artist you can follow that artist you can listen to their music um and that way we kind of get independent singer songwriters and things like that out through this medium so hopefully uh we have some really cool guests coming up and if you are somebody who makes music then reach out to me and we will uh maybe get you on here so um i will always have a guest as a co-host so if there's something that you are pursuing or you want to talk about then send me a message i would love to have as many people as possible come on here and talk about what they love and there is more to come we might change the format later on who knows this is kind of just me doing what i love to do and so it's you know within my creative mind which is the craziest thing ever and i do whatever i want so (laughs) um all right Let's dive right into it now that you guys kind of know what the podcast is going to be about. So, like I said, Christina's Captures is here. <laughs> That's your full name, right? Yeah. Um, so she's our first guest, and I want you to just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, um, introduce yourself, and, like, what are your dreams and aspirations when it comes to your passion?
2: Mm-hmm. When you first told me that you were going to ask me that, what my dreams and aspirations are, literally the first thing that popped in my head is shooting Barbie Ferreira. Um, she's on Euphoria. I don't I don't know if you know, but um, I'm obsessed with her. But, um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't have, like, very specific um, goals of exactly what I want to do.
1: That one sounded pretty specific. Well, yeah,
2: I mean, <laughs> that is a pipe dream. Um, <laughs> well, it's really – I think
1: it's really good to have, like, in – exact wording like this is what i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. like i'm going to shoot barbie ferrer like i'm not like with a gun i'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) like i am going to take a picture of barbie ferrer and it's gonna be Mm -hmm. amazing and like you tell yourself that and that's gonna be what manifests Mm -hmm. that into your life not like necessarily you know like magic manifestation stuff Mm -hmm. but that when you have like a specific goal like that then it makes it more attainable
2: yeah no, I love that, actually. No, I have a, I have a lot of things that I would love to do, places I would love to travel, um, but when I really think about what I want to do and where I want my work to go, I just know I want to push myself a lot. I want to go into crazier concepts. I want to go, like, start working with bigger teams because there's nothing better than, like, getting a group of people together, you know, a florist, makeup artist, like, whatever, a stylist, and, um, and like, making something that you could never have made by yourself. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm headed I want to just start doing bigger things weirder things and like start like I feel like the longer that I um, spend working on my art the further I get away from other people's like I used yeah. to I used to really look for inspiration and um, and like be envious of what other people are creating, and I still feel like I um like experience that, but for me now it's much more like introspective and it's much more like what's coming from my brain that I think the world could benefit from or like I want to create or yeah. I would benefit from from making like it would it would fuel me, so
1: there's nothing yeah. wrong with like when you're beginning something, not necessarily like exactly imitating everything that somebody that you look up to is doing, but it's a really good starting point to like go and look at the people Mm -hmm. that you look up to and be like, okay, what are they doing right? What Mm -hmm. are they doing that like makes me really excited? Mm -hmm. And if I do that, how can I make it my own? Mm -hmm. And so like you can start there. And like you said, like as you go, I think that gap becomes bigger because as you do those things and you add your little spin to those things, then you start to fall in love with the little spin mm-hmm. and you start to like, yep. okay, my favorite photos that I took are the ones that I just decided to do. Exactly. because, And like, I didn't necessarily go along with the concept that I originally had uh-huh. in mind because of this person that I follow on Instagram or whatever. Um, And so, yeah, I mean.
2: Yeah, and when I try to recreate someone's work, it never ends up the way I want it to. You know what I mean? Like, I used to do that a lot more and now it's and now it's like, literally I'll get concept ideas from dreams from songs from like you know past that my mind went down and those are always so much more interesting and I always end up liking the product so much more than if I was just trying to make something that looks like what's popular right now
1: yeah that's something that I do like constantly is like especially now that I'm getting into like video and Mm -hmm. stuff like that it's like when I hear a song that's like the thing now is like i'll hear the song and oh, as soon yeah. as i hear the song oh, yeah. i can see in my head like what i want to make to that song and that's why like so many of my photos if any of you guys follow me on stream which i'm sure you do because why would you be listening to this podcast <laughs> if you don't because that's like the only way that you know about me but um uh you'll notice like whenever i post a photo i always like match it with the song mm-hmm. and not necessarily the song that inspired me to shoot the set Um, but I think that music has a really good way of, like, amplifying and, like, really complementing, um, photography and other, like, cinematography and things like that. Like, obviously, music is a huge part of cinematography. Uh Um, like, some of the most amazing, like, TV scenes and film scenes are, like, made that amazing because of the soundtrack. Oh my god, yeah. So, I mean... I think that that's really, really cool. No, and I find
2: that so interesting because I actually, um, before photography, like, became my sole, like, passion and where all my energy was going, I was a music major and I was, like, really focused on music. And so when, like, I stopped doing that and decided that that wasn't for me, it still carried on, like, and heavily influenced my work and influenced, um... I don't know, like, the aesthetic of my work is often based on songs. So I love that you do that when you, like, post it to your story and, like, tag a song yeah. in it, too. <laughs> <I> love that. <laughs> thank fail. you. Thank you. <laughs>
1: is <Christina's laughs> always very nice to me. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so tell us a little bit about, like, your journey – uh, up to this point so we know that anybody that follows Christina knows that she's like amazing mm-hmm. and <laughs> I get to flatter you a little bit um so <laughs> she has a really really unique style something that you don't see like with a lot of people um in our space uh her style in my words would be very clean and beautiful and like uh you focus a lot on like I don't <sighs> I almost want to say like all of your images are very royal is like royal the right word like it's like regal like like everything that you take is like distinctly beautiful in a way that's like almost like luxurious
2: okay wow so that is so funny that you say that because the other day I was talking to a model and um and we were trying to plan an outfit. And I realized that I only like shooting stuff that's less casual. Like, yeah. I want people to dress up because I think it's so fun when, because I mean, in your everyday life, I mean, right now I'm wearing like a flannel and like <laughs> some tennis shoes. Like, Which is perfect attire
1: <laughs> for podcasting. <laughs> Thank you.
2: <laughs> but like, you know, in our everyday life, we wear the same stuff. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, business attire or whatever. But like, it's so fun to step out of that, especially yeah. for something as like, out of most people's comfort zones as a photo shoot is to like, why not dress up in something that makes you feel like the best version of yourself. So that's so cool that you say that Yeah, (laughs) because that's just a realization that I had about my work. And so that's so funny. Yeah. Um, So,
1: so that's kind of like your style that you've reached now Mm -hmm. and you have, I don't know. You want to like, Show off a little bit. How many followers do you have? Oh,
2: my God. That doesn't matter, <laughs> Seth. How many
1: people care about your work? A lot Stop of people, it. right? Well, yeah. A lot of people do. And regardless of, of if it's, you know, 4,000 or, like, 400 people. 400 is still a lot. 40 people is still a lot. Yeah. You have a lot of people that are really invested in what you do. Yeah. Oh including me. Stop. And <laughs> a lot of other people who are probably listening to this. Um, and so how did, I, I guess, like, what was it like when you first started Mm -hmm. and you maybe didn't have as many people that uh were so invested in what you cared about Uh because it's so validating to have that Mm -hmm. and I'm sure even now because we're humans even with all those people that you know in the back of your head care about your work sometimes you still probably feel like oh man nobody gives a crap about my stuff Mm -hmm. um I guess kind of like how have you overcome that what has that journey been like like what has kept you moving forward So that you've been able to reach this point and Mm -hmm. hopefully in like two years reach an even greater milestone. Reach Barbie Ferrera. Yeah, reach Barbie (laughs) Ferrera and do those things that you really hope to because when you have access to those like when that many people care about what you do, it's a lot easier to reach those goals obviously. And Mm so yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Um I mean, I started out, I've always loved taking pictures. Like, looking back, I can totally see why I, you know, ended up in this career. So I remember when I was growing up, um, my dad had this little point-and-shoot camera, and it was blue, and it was tiny, and you had, like two settings on it and it was very minimal and I just remember going out and laying on the grass and taking pictures of the grass and um macro and, like, shots that's yeah. where we all started <laughs> <laughs> yep like yeah so typical of like the photos that were being taken you know in the early 2000s um and I would like take pictures of flowers and then like I remember um I started taking pictures of my little sister she was like my first ever model and um and I got bought my first camera when I was, like, 18, um, didn't really know what I was doing, but I, I, I went back, like, a couple years ago, once I started to get more serious about photography, I went back and archived all my old stuff because I was posting pictures of, like, my pet bunny. Like, totally Perfect. different. Yeah, no, I remember yeah. the moment when I started Christina's Captures, and, like, I was posting pictures of my pet bunny and my little sister, and it was very casual, and mm. I, I didn't know what it would lead to. Um, and then, you know, I... I started working on, on the scale of it. I got really interested in light and how it works and how I can make something look like what I see in my mind. I remember I remember telling everyone when I was going to get my first camera, I was like, I just want this camera to be able to capture what I see with my eye. Like, I just want to be able to take Don't my all. vision. <laughs> huh? Don't we all? Exactly. Even now, like,
1: yeah, I still look out the window and be like, man, I wish I could just, like, blink exactly, and take a picture of exactly. that. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I, I
2: remember wanting to chase that feeling, um, and, and then I started taking pictures of, of, other friends and, and I went off to college and got really immersed in, in music and some other stuff, but I, I always really liked taking pictures and that was kind of something that I did, um, you know, to relax me, to give me an outlet that wasn't, you know, what I thought my profession was going to be. Um, and then, and then when I moved to Utah three years ago, that's when I started to take photography a little bit more seriously because I had a little bit more extra time, and and I just started meeting people and meeting up with people and taking and taking pictures and um I remember the first couple followers followers like the first couple people that you know would message me and be like your work inspires me I remember my first ever wedding and how like I <laughs> said I don't know if I've told you this I turned down three weddings before I said yes to one because you're a I was of it. so yeah. cuz what
1: cuz you're scared of it.
2: Oh, I was so nervous Yeah, I was so nervous um And I remember, you know, the feeling of newness as I'm learning this new skill, and how excited I felt. Um, And then, and then, yeah, people hopped on board, and and it was interesting because I think that I think that I might have, you know, at one point been making art because I was like, oh, I want other people to find this, you know. And then, and then, at some point, it shifted. Um, And I remember it was like earlier this um, earlier last year, 2019. Um, it shifted why I was doing it. I just started to do art for me, like whatever mm-hmm. I wanted to post is what I posted. If it didn't do well, I left it up, and like it was kind of this. It was this thing because I used to always like archive my posts if they weren't doing well.
1: And I was like, oh man, it only got like fifty likes. Exactly, so I'm gonna archive and so it. you get
2: rid of it. But it's like other people's opinion of my art, like it matters to me, and I and I love to hear people's thoughts. But it's it's not their art, you know what I mean? It's mine. Um, and so it started to change while I was making it, and and I and I literally just realized this the other day. But since then, I've doubled in my following. I've doubled, yeah. and like it has made the biggest difference. I've never liked my art more than I do now. You well, know,
1: and I think people can tell when you're being genuine, exactly. and when you and that's really when I think, and all artists will tell you this: big artists, smaller artists, that you know, uh, when you finally decide to just like do what you want to do and you don't try Mm -hmm. to conform to a certain like thing and you just kind of like go for it then that is like where you can find your style and like what makes you unique and like what sets you apart from everybody else because Mm -hmm. anybody especially now can pick up a phone not Mm -hmm. even a camera they have their cell phone already has a great camera on it like yeah I've seen amazing photos from phones. I've mm-hmm. taken amazing photos with phones. Mm-hmm. like, And so anybody can be a photographer technically, but yeah. not anybody can like have their own unique style and their own voice and like something that's going to actually like make people really care about what they're doing and not necessarily that that's like the goal because Like, yeah, you want people to care about what you're doing because that gives you more opportunity to create more art. Like, you get more models because they are excited to work with you and things like Mm -hmm. that. But, um, you know, ultimately, art is about expressing yourself and creating something that is, like, I don't want to say therapeutic, but, like, something that, like, speaks from your soul. It is, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I. It's funny that you say that because, um, like, literally the other day I was having a hard day. Like, it was just a rough morning, and I remember sitting down at my computer and I like pulled up Lightroom and I started editing. It was a client session, um, but like the act of creating and and taking something and making it better and like taking photos and editing them and photos that I know that they're gonna feel good about themselves in. Like that literally turned my entire day around. And and like I thought I had while you were talking is is if everything crashed down, like let's say social media broke. Let's say Instagram's gone, Twitter's gone, like my whole business gone. It would all have been worth it. Like yeah. every single second that I put into this job and this career... And this passion of mine is all worth it because of the therapeutic things that it's brought me and also the things that I brought other people. Like, I have people reach out and tell me that their work has helped them through something or, you know, has made them feel something. And that is, like, my number one goal is to just, like, help people feel something through art, you know?
1: Yeah, and I think that... I mean, the thing that I think of is, like, uh, speaking to, you know... Uh, the difference between somebody who starts doing something because they want to make money or like Mm -hmm. be successful Mm -hmm. and somebody who starts doing something because they really care about it and I think that's really like the heart of what this podcast is meant to be about is to kind of like shed light on like the difference between doing something because you really care and Mm -hmm. doing something because it's part of you Mm -hmm. it's it's, like part of your soul to do that thing it's something that like eats at you you know like you wake up every morning and you're like thinking about it you're driving home from work and you're thinking about it like every waking moment of my day is like constantly ideas like it's like oh my gosh I could make the video like this oh my gosh I could Mm -hmm. like like probably 10 percent of my ideas actually make it like out onto into the world right and so it's the difference between that and then somebody who you know is just like Oh well, I I heard you could make a lot of money if you like mm-hmm. take photos or or oh well I just want people to like me and so I'm going to yeah. do this and so kind of uh, you know showing the benefits of like taking the creative path and taking the passion path like the path that is something that you really care about instead of like subjecting yourself to just like you know walking through life
2: mm-hmm. trying to
1: find trying to find happiness somewhere where it isn't. Mm -hmm. and um why you know maybe you should take that leap of faith and go for it if you have something that you really care about then like this is why because you can achieve these things that Mm -hmm. really make your life kind of uh worthwhile something that you can look back on and really care about Mm -hmm. regardless of what may happen in the future you know Mm -hmm. and so i guess um to kind of wrap this section up. if you had like three things for somebody who is maybe like they have the urge to start to do something, they, Mm -hmm. they have the pull, they're, they're hearing the call. Um, what are three things that you would say from your journey, um, that maybe would help them to like go for it, have confidence in themselves, believe in themselves. Like what, uh, what have you experienced? What would your advice be?
2: Wow. Um, I think that, I mean, the first thing that came to (laughs) head, The first thing that came to my mind was um being authentic and I know we talked about it a little bit but I really feel like if you're putting out into the world something that you truly believe in other people will resonate with it and I think that if you're being honest other people will resonate with it like I used to think that people wanted to follow someone who was perfect wanted to follow someone who had a flawless life you know Um, but my most dedicated followers and my, the people that enjoy my art the most are the ones that connect with the message behind it. They're the ones that, um, feel touched by it. They're the ones that see me as a human that is flawed because I share that, you know what I mean? So I, I would, my best advice would be to, um, to share the good, bad, and ugly. You know what I mean? Like I openly talk about mental health and the struggles that I have with that and I openly talk about frustration and and like and it I I have people all the time that like will book a session because, you know, they've heard me talking about mental health and they, too, struggle with mental health. Yeah. Like, I had this amazing client a couple weeks ago and we did this, like, crazy out there shoot that, like, really pushed her out of her comfort zone. And it was something she'd wanted to do for years and just had never really connected with an artist and never felt like someone would understand her um, her journey and why yeah. she wanted to do that photo shoot for herself. And so, like, I am lucky because because I put myself out there, I have gotten clients and opportunities from people who are like-minded and who are also doing the work of vulnerability yeah. um and i don't know if you have listened to uh, never mind renee brown renee brown renee brown is it Brene brown
1: Bre- Brene brown yeah i think she's like a huge deal
2: yeah. No, yeah. Well, her I her Netflix talk on vulnerability. She talks about people being in the trenches, doing the work of being vulnerable, yeah. um and how she doesn't take criticism from anyone who's not in the trenches. Yeah. And like I I don't know. So I really love that. Being vulnerable, being real, being authentic would be like my number 1 tip. Um my second would probably be to go for what you want. I know that, that sounds basic. Um But there was a time, you know, just a little bit over a year ago where I was at an HR job um, doing sales and I was calling people all day and I was miserable Um, and it was like a relatively easy job and I made like pretty good money and we played a lot of ping pong and like it really wasn't that stressful. But I sat there, you know, day after day um, working for someone else's dream and working to make someone else money. And, um, And one day it just wasn't enough anymore, you know, and so i took a leap it was in the middle of december like which is a slow time for photography you know yeah and um and i'd been shooting and i'd been building up like it's not like it was out of the blue i'd been building up to doing this for you know two years at that point but but it really was a leap of faith i remember when i quit my job i was like this is either gonna go really well or it's gonna all fall apart yeah (laughs) and um and last month or two months ago, when I hit my one year, it, like it hit me that I've been doing this for a year, you know? Yeah. Like you don't that,
1: even realize like yeah, how successful exactly. you've been.
2: Thank you. And like, I I thought I was going to fall. You know what I mean? Mm. But like, I relied on myself and I trusted myself um, and I didn't. So I guess that would be like my second tip is to go for it. Um, yeah. Go for it and push yourself.
1: I'll maybe disclaimer that with just like, be realistic still. Yeah but definitely you know if you have the means don't be afraid to try like oh
2: yeah definitely
1: like I mean I won't get into a ton of specifics but um I haven't necessarily taken that leap of faith with photography like I do it on the weekends I still work Mm full-time um but you know my wife and I started a business and we ran it for a year and it was fun and it didn't work out how we wanted it to and um we just said hey like I guess we'll, you know, maybe try again later. Yeah. Um. And we were realistic about it, but at the same time, we, like, had the dream and we wanted to do it. And it didn't work out for us in that, mm-hmm. in that case, but we didn't allow for it to completely ruin our lives. So mm-hmm. basically what I'm saying is, like, have a safety net, but not one that is going to be, like, a wall.
2: Yeah. No, and, and I... I should have put a disclaimer as well because I really had been working so hard to get to that point. Like at that point, I was working two full time jobs like with photography and with the HR job. Like I was seriously overworking myself and I also like saved up money. So I had a cushion like I didn't jump blindly into the darkness. You know what I mean? I've been Mm. working with clients for years and like I really had built up to it. Um, and I also recognize that I'm in a different life position. Like, I don't have any kids. I'm not planning yeah. on having kids. It's just kind of different, you know. I have less things to pay for. Um, Everybody
1: has their own things to consider. But, you know, overall, if you even think that you might be able to pull it off. Yeah, give it a try. go for it, yeah.
2: Like, give it a try. What is the worst thing that can happen? You go get another job, like, when it doesn't work out? Yeah, great. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So if you have the means, I would say push yourself and go for it. Not much growth happens in the comfort zone. You have to try new things.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right. Any Do you have a third one? Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you don't. Those are two. Know th- th- those two are great. Those are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll call it. <laughs> so be authentic and go for and it. Go
2: for it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it.
1: That's <laughs> That's, that's the event. whole part. Pod- no, it's not. <laughs> And that's um, the <laughs> <laughs> um we are going to take a short break and listen to the track you heard at the very beginning of this episode for our first musical feature this song is called fool's gold by tessa k be sure to check her out on all major streaming platforms and show her some love and her instagram is tessa underscore k that's t-e-s-s-a underscore k-a-y-e and once again this is fool's gold by tessa k we'll be right back
0: We started a habit, then I left it, We back at it. You say that it's over, then why these clothes on my sofa? Not a chance, fella. Let's get this over with, be sad by morning, but I never showed that, neither do you. I can't be with you, I can't be without you Guess all of those cliches, they really come true This is tragic, thought it was magic Mm -hmm. Is it safer to stay away from you? Our love is On my phone, you're yeah, in another time zone. The pretty little light show in both of your eyes, though. They feel so reckless. On your necklace. Best believe when I go, you'll never, never forget this. <laughs> this is tragic. Thought it was magic. Mm. Is it safer to stay away from you? Our love is like. Me, boy, you and I Like a fool's gold, it shines so bright, sometimes it tricks me, boy, you and I are fools, though, feel so good.
1: Okay, and we are back. Um, I want to say thank you so much to Tessa for allowing us to use her song for this episode. Um, I really, really appreciate it, and uh, you guys make sure to go and check her out. Um, She's incredibly talented, and that song was just super good. I really, really like it. I added it to my Spotify playlist, so make sure you guys go do the same thing. So I wanted to kind of move into, you know... Uh, continuing with your journey and like everything that you've been through so far, like how have you navigated finding people that are supportive um, uh, influences in your craft? Um, Not necessarily people that like you found inspiration from, because that's a little bit different. It's kind Mm -hmm. of like, Oh, I saw this really cool picture and that really inspired me or, you know, this person's writing really inspired me or this music really inspired me, but more like somebody who, uh, was inspiring in the sense that like they urged you to do what you wanted to do mm-hmm. that they were supportive of you through it um that they believed in you um and also like kind of like finding I don't know how to put this like uh just letting yourself become part of like the peer group that you need to be in like having a support group to be able to actually pursue the passion because it is hard if you're just starting to mm-hmm. just kind of like go for it by yourself. Yeah. Um, when I first started photography, I went to and embarrassed myself at many a photo meetup. <laughs> like I was, I didn't know anything. Yeah. I, you know, probably came across as like some kid who was like, a weirdo who had a camera and just wanted to take pictures of random people, I don't know. I don't know what I came up <laughs> as, but but you know obviously, you know now I have somewhat of a reputation, and I yeah. can go to those types of things and like create um in groups and things like that. but I guess what would you say to someone who maybe wants to get started with something and like because that is a really good resource, like mm-hmm. groups and support and things like that how how can you go about? getting that support and like what did you do to kind of like keep those people close if that makes sense I
2: love that that's a really good question um I remember the first meetup I went to Seth uh, (laughs) because I didn't go for a long time like I really enjoyed photography I enjoyed meeting people but the thought of like a meetup really scared me and I remember the first one I ever went to um is actually how I met like one of my good friends now um Marina who also takes photos and um me and marina and shalice all have this little thing where we like get together and we edit at coffee shops because we hopefully all...
1: someday marina will be on this podcast <laughs> oh my
2: gosh yes that would be she's amazing excellent... she's wonderful yeah she's yeah. F- phenomenal um but like that taking that step of going to a meetup was actually the first time i ever met her and so like putting yourself out there does benefit you um i would say though for like other fellow anxious people um yeah. <laughs> I would say start small like yeah. honestly create like I started with my sister you know years and years ago the person I was like most comfortable with um start with people that you know will be supportive and like let you fail and let you make mistakes and and give you that safety net um yeah i I
1: mean i still do that now exactly yeah when i have a really out there concept Mm -hmm. or something that i'm like oh man i don't know if this is gonna go well yeah then usually and maybe this isn't the best idea i mean like i probably at this point in my career should try to like push for like new faces and like people that i haven't worked with before and like see what they can bring to the table But I'll admit that, you know, I'll be the first person that would be like, oh, hey, Aurora, I know you, I know your angles, I know Mm -hmm. to get a good photo of you, like, I know what to do. And so I want to do this crazy thing. Do you want to be the one to model for it? Or like, you know, the people that you see on my page a lot, like Miles and Brayton and and those guys, Mm -hmm. um, people that I work with on a regular basis. And that's fine. It's it's okay. But um, they were there at the beginning, too. No, and, totally and so that it's wonderful fine. to have those people, especially at the beginning, that can just say, oh, you you want to, like, take a picture of me doing a backflip upside down, <laughs> like, in water mm-hmm. and with, like, flowers floating around me and it's probably not going to work out. But okay, yeah, let's do it.
2: But let's try. So, well, yeah. Well, I think it's about collecting people in your support system who are down. Like, honestly, my favorite models are not the ones that have been doing it the longest. They're not normally the ones that are signed even. They're the ones that, like... Are down for whatever and believe yeah. uh, they're willing to subscribe to a vision you know mm. what i mean whether or they not it's like out. you know what i trust you exactly yeah. exactly it's that mutual trust like i trust you to bring your best to to the photo shoot and i'm going to tr- bring my best you know and we'll see what we can create and those are always the most beneficial relationships um and so, yeah, I would say collect people in your corner that believe in you and that will give you advice. Um, I'm really lucky to have a lot of photography friends. And if I have a question, you know, I the, there was this one time my SD card wasn't working and I, like, went on the group <laughs> chat. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. people, people, good people that are also in your craft want you to succeed and they want to yeah. help you, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I definitely say collect those type of people. And then, like, also, you know, at whatever sp- speed you're able to, branch out and mm-hmm. try new things and shoot your shot, honestly. Yeah. Like, message people that you're not sure that they want to work with you, but yeah. present a really good idea. Like, I, there's nothing I love more than a model that hasn't been modeling for very long, but she DMs me or they DM me with, like, an idea, that's you know what I mean? The, idea, yeah, yeah, an outfit, a location, a concept, some, a, a feeling that they want to evoke. Like I am so much more willing to take on that project than I am the person that's like, let's shoot, and and I've never talked to them. Yeah, you know what like, I mean?
1: Hey, let's shoot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like. Yeah. And? (laughs) Shoot what? Shoot what?
2: No, I just, I love passionate people who have ideas and who want to collaborate and create. And so I would say be that person. Be the person that you want in your DMs. You know what I mean? Plan out something. Think it through. Get other people on board and then present it to someone who maybe, like, is, you know, you perceive them to be out of your skill, you know, group of, Yeah. does that make sense? Like, out of your... Like, uh, more advanced than you are. Yeah, and I,
1: but I think that that's... It's really good because you... If you um, go out on a limb and try to uh, work with people that are maybe further along in their journey... Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that you can learn so much... Oh, my God. ...from those people, mm-hmm. even just by working with them. Not necessarily, like, that they give you advice or that they do anything special but just being around them being around watching greatness. how they yeah. work and kind of like if you really pay attention i think that you can learn a lot and i mean i can think of a ton of people that are that way in in my life yeah. that i've kind of like really just hoped that they would work with me even though i thought they probably wouldn't i was like all right you know what i'm just going to message them and mm-hmm. just be like hey uh <laughs> I have 300 followers. Do you want to work with me? <laughs> no, but it's like, hey, yeah. I have this really good idea, and I think that you'd look really good, mm-hmm. and I think that you'd be the perfect face for this, and yeah. um, I've seen your work before, and like, I really like care about what you do. And because I did that, I've made friends, and mm-hmm. I've also learned a lot from those people that I've worked with, regardless of if they were photographers or models yeah. or makeup artists yeah. and things like that. And so I've kind of like – been able to kind of see what they do and say oh I really like this I really like this I really like what you do here and I want to kind of emulate those things Mm -hmm. and and so it's good
2: and the worst thing that can happen is they say no you know or they don't respond like that you have to get used to rejection like you have to get used to putting yourself out there and knowing that like it's not always going to work out you're not always going to be able to do that concept or whatever but like the act of putting yourself out there regularly will present you so many future opportunities. Um, And and while you were talking, I was thinking of this, someone once told me that they never want to be the smartest person in the room. And I've really adapted that because you're totally right. Being around people who are good at the things that you maybe aren't and, and, and have done things that you haven't and have pushed themselves in ways that you have not yet achieved, like being around that type of greatness shouldn't be intimidating it should be you know a lesson to learn and like a a a space to create and a space to to create the person that you want to be for yourself yeah
1: and that's why ultimately even though I went to that meetup that first meetup Mm -hmm. and it was really uncomfortable and I felt like I came off as really awkward and like I didn't know what I was doing and probably the pictures I gave the models they would never use and I'm pretty sure none of them did (laughs) um (laughs) because I went to that I learned so much from Mm -hmm. that first shoot. Uh, And I think I learned more from the fact that the models didn't post the photos and the models were awkward around me and things like that to learn how to interact with those people Mm -hmm. to learn, you know, Oh, well, you know, maybe they didn't like it because of this and having input from people from my support system about those things was also really helpful. So like every single time that I edit a session, You know, Aurora is my go to person. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you are. Sometimes I'll send you a photo and be like, hey, does this look good? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Because when you stare at something for like hours, you don't know. Like it comes across, like I'll post something and then look at it two hours later and I'm like, that doesn't look the same as when I. Yep made it like on my computer i don't know what happened
2: at 2 a.m when i was yeah when i was like barely awake (laughs) that looked so much better yeah and
1: now it's like orange and i don't know why it's orange it's like i thought that i got the temperature right and then you're like oh crap my laptop like kicked into like Mm. night mode (laughs) like what the the freak anyway so oh my god that is so yeah and so having (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyway (laughs) Um, Having those people that you can like say, hey, like bounce those ideas off of, especially, I I mean, some people are less this way, but for me, I'm really external in my processing, like how I think Mm. things through. So Mm -hmm. I have to bounce ideas off people and be Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, hey, I did this. Does this look really good? Does this not look good? What do you not like about this? What do you like about this? And being open to everything, not just what they like, you know? And I think in everything in your life, the hard moments and the awkward moments and the things that are uncomfortable are going to make you grow the most the learning no matter the experiences. what. Yeah. yeah.
2: Cause it changes the way you see things and it's a shift in perspective. You know, yeah. if something really went wrong, sometimes you know... it sucks to
1: shift your perspective, oh, but it's gosh, okay. Yeah. In the long run it will be, Yeah. but um, yeah. And I, I do want to say everything that we've talked about in this podcast episode and for all podcast episodes after this, you know, you're, you who are listening might not be a photographer, might not be a model, might not be in this specific niche that we're talking about. Um, but my hope is that everything that we talk about can somewhat apply to what you're mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, listen, take what we're saying into your own life, apply it to what you're doing, whether you make music, whether you uh, love to be outside, whether you are into, like, race cars, whether mm-hmm. you're into, like collecting plants and things like that i'm just pulling things from the room (laughs) i'm just like oh there's plants over here but um you know whatever you care about um try to kind of uh, take what we're saying and morph it into how to best suit your situation because i think a lot of it is applicable to anybody no matter what you're doing even if you're a businessman who you know is just trying to figure out how to make your company stand out these are things that still apply to you so Mm -hmm. um i just kind of wanted to say that i probably should have said that at the beginning but you know it's okay now that you've that listened to, to us Robert. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so kind of to wrap up i just wanted to say um one of the big reasons why i picked christina as my first guest is because of a lot of what she said already um she's a really good example of pursuing what she loves like and what she cares about regardless of what other people think and she has like this really amazing way of like caring about the people that are in her community and not competing with them in a nasty way. Not like, like I think that she, you, I think that you push people, not like in an aggressive way. I'm saying like, (laughs) like you help to inspire other people. You are honest with other people. So Mm -hmm. when I say, Hey, what about this picture is off? And you say, oh, you know, this is what is weird about it. Like, you're not afraid to tell me what is maybe yeah. wrong with something or maybe what could make something better. And I really appreciate that. And I think that you're probably the same way with everybody. Yeah. Um. But you really value community over competition, which we hear a lot of talk about with a lot of people. And I think that it's a really, really important thing. And we've kind of touched on it already. But to kind of end, like, do you have anything that you want to say about that? Like, yeah. how has having that mindset helped you rather than hindered you like I think a lot of people think if they allow other people to kind of like they want to keep their craft close to them Mm -hmm. they don't want to like allow other people to have influence in that and Mm I think that that sometimes is a really big mistake so what would you say to that
2: well I mean I would I mean I would say first look at your work um, and ask yourself what components of the people around me and the media that I consume influence this because if you really look at the things that you create most of the time or i would like dare to say almost all the time it's not simply coming from you like community plays such a big role in all of the art that is created like most of the art is references off of other art and like as a society we have built um we build each other up by supporting each other and by valuing art and by valuing other people's art Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind when people say community over competition is, like, location sharing. I know that's, like, a big deal, you know, if you keep that thing, if you keep those things quiet or if you share those things. Um, And for me, I I remember when I was, like, deciding how I wanted to approach that when people started to ask, you know, how did you do this? Where did you find that? Where is that? Um, The most natural thing for me was to share because if I'm afraid... Like, what is the fear of not telling someone where you did something? You know that they're gonna go there and do something better. Like, yeah. examine why you're so fearful about um, about sharing, because most of the time it's derived from insecurities, yeah, um, like
1: a selfishness. Like, I I want to be the only one who has taken this picture. Like, I, I, I want to. Yeah,
2: I think sometimes it's not even selfishness. I think sometimes it's it's a fear that what you produce isn't going to stand up to, to yeah. what other people produce if you share your knowledge. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I would just say, like, karma is so real. And when you put good energy into the universe, you get that back. Like, I should not like honestly I'm a small creator you know what I mean with the amount of followers I have like I'm still under 10k still can't do the swipe up small (laughs) creator
1: quotations well no but for real like in
2: comparison to so many other people in Utah that have hundreds of thousands of followers like in a lot of ways when people were telling me about um, when I was first thinking about doing full time or when I was even thinking about doing photography, everyone was telling me, No, there's so many photographers, yeah. there's no way that you're gonna find That's success a really common
1: thing you find in your oh my it's God. Like everybody's yeah. like Oh, it's so oversaturated, you could never like you succeed never in this. Succeed there's in no way. It. Yeah.
2: And everyone told me that, that I was like setting myself up for failure. And sometimes I think that maybe I shouldn't be able to run a business with only 10, you know, 9,000 followers. But, like, those followers are people that believe in me. You know what I mean? And, like, people that I have answered the DMs of and I have helped and I have shouted out. And I, you know what I mean? And I've engaged with their stuff. And so it's not just, like, a one-way relationship of this, like, love that they're pouring on me that I refuse to give anything back. I mean, that is just so selfish to me. And so... I I want to help the community as much as I can and as much as I have the bandwidth too I want to share if someone asked me where I took something or like <laughs> the other day this girl DM'd me and she was wondering how I got the how Morgan actually got the flowers to stick to Emma's face for oh, the one yeah, flower photo yeah, yeah. shoot And she was telling me that she was looking at these super expensive adhesives. And I was like, girl, go to Walmart and get yourself some white eyelash glue. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) eyelash glue is
1: amazing.
0: (laughs) It really does
2: wonders. And like, it's just those little things where it's like... Little tips and tricks. Yeah, and and that person now knows that they can come to me with questions. And maybe years down the road when they get married, they'll trust me to be the one to take pictures. You know what I mean? Like, Like, good energy comes back to you tenfold. I've seen it a million times And so I refuse to turn into a person that's shut off because of fear. Fear does not serve me. It doesn't push my work. The only thing that has pushed my work is letting go of fear and doing what makes me happy and what I think will make other people happy too.
1: Yeah. And I think the, one of the big things that kind of makes a difference, um, because, you know, you hear a lot of people like influencers say this, photographers say this, anybody who has an influence online they're like if they're doing like a guide on how to build your following and things like that. They're like engage with your followers and da da da. But I think the biggest difference is engaging with your followers doesn't mean anything if you're doing it again for the success. Yep. Yep. So the difference is that you really do care about the people that you message and the people that follow you and the people that care about your work. You really do give that love back to them, and it's not just a routine thing. We're not saying hey go and reply to everybody in your comments and you'll yep. be successful yep. no that's not how it is and because people if can you tell. just do it because you have to it's people different can yeah tell. people like, can tell people
2: you there's a bullshit detector you know yeah. what i mean like people know when you're being authentic and if you're just responding with something that's generic and you respond to everything else like they know that you know they can feel that energy and and they don't want to participate in that but if they feel like you're engaging in something that's bigger than you are that they want to be a part of that like they want to be around that energy because they feel the authenticity of it
1: yeah definitely that's amazing that's a perfect (laughs) place to end it honestly um so christina where can, you already told us this, but where can we find all of your stuff? So, you have at Christina's Captures. Is, yeah. That's your main thing. So,
2: Christina S. Captures. I feel like I have to spell it out, because people think S- And it's Christina like
1: with a C-H. Flag. Yeah,
2: C-H and then Captures, like, Capture the Flag. Um, And then on Insta on you know. <laughs> capture the Flag, I literally, really? <laughs> I literally spell this out to people when I, because oh. my email, like, no one can get it when I just say Christina's Captures. So, anyways. Nice. Christina S. Captures. Um, <laughs> and then on Twitter it's Smiling Gets Me By, because Christina's Captures is too long for a Twitter username apparently, and I picked that one when I was twelve, and now I can't go back. It's and a I'm good stubborn. one. I think it's a good, I think it's a good one. <laughs> thanks so. I was like a
1: weirdo <laughs> when I was a kid, and like when I was like eight years old, my email I was like I'm not gonna be a weirdo <laughs> with an email, and so my eight year old email address on MSN uh-huh. is literally Seth Ammon at msn.com wow. because wow. my middle name is Ammon, and I was like, it was like freaking. <laughs> It's like a businessman child, like <laughs> Seth Aminette. Like, I'm not going to be caught with a weird... No, dude, <laughs> I, I don't even
2: like... I was literally thinking about this today, which is so funny. I don't even like Smiling Gets Me By. I really don't. But I I made it when I was 12, when I first made a Twitter. And, like, I'm just a stubborn person. And so at this point, I've stuck it out this long. Like, yeah, we're going with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I will tell you guys, definitely follow Christina on Twitter, not just Instagram, because she posts, like, amazing sets on Twitter, like... Yeah, Twitter is an, un, like yeah. Twitter is definitely a underappreciated um, platform for Dude, photography, I like especially. Twitter I more. love posting photos to Twitter. Uh-huh. Like Instagram is fun and all, but Twitter is awesome. Twitter is I, so fun; it makes yeah. it so
2: easy to engage with people. I, I love yeah, Twitter. It's yeah. wonderful.
1: So definitely follow her on those things. Um, is there anything else that you actually?
2: Yes. Yeah, Seth. I just want to say. You really inspire me with how much you push yourself and how much you've put, like, in the last year alone, the amount that you've put yourself out there, like, and and this podcast and the videos that you're doing are so good already, even though, and I'm, like, so excited for your short film. I'm not going to cry. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I just, thank you for being one of the people in the community that, like, I know, you know, when I message you, you will give me real advice and real feedback. You know, you're very genuine, very real, and I've, like, gravitated towards you since the day I met you, and thank you for doing what you do and being Aww. so authentic and wanting to help as well. Like it really benefits people and it will continue to do so.
1: See you guys. <laughs> See what I mean. <laughs> Christina's is so nice. <laughs> um, I think that we give each other, like, I think we just give and take from each yeah. other and it's wonderful. I think that we have a really good relationship that way. And, um, I'm really happy that you were my first guest. So, I'm um, yeah, uh, definitely stay tuned for future episodes and, a lot of really cool people that will be coming your way and talking about really cool things. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if we should say good night or goodbye or I mean,
2: it's 10 o'clock. So good night. <laughs> I'm going to bed.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. This podcast was co-hosted by Christina's captures. The song that was featured was fool's gold by Tessa K. And you can find us on Instagram at at the pursuit pod.